Dear JJ, It feels like only yesterday we were drifting down Sweetwater River in that quaint little rowboat, doesn't it? But at the same time, so much has happened since then, it may as well have been an age ago. There are piles of gossip to catch you up on. I hardly know where to start. Now that the whole town is obsessed with some creepazoid with a ski mask and an itchy trigger finger instead of on the Noble House of Blossom, it has been much easier to pass through the towny populace undetected. Not completely undetected, it's hard to hide such a bright light under such a sparse bushel, but enough that it's easier to get juicy details straight from the source. I know you'd want to hear about your pregnant paramour, and worry not, she's out of sight, and frankly out of mind. I'm not sure where Cousin Cooper has stowed her this time, but I doubt she, or more importantly, the babies, are in any danger. Remember Kevin? The wannabe Paul Lind of Riverdale High? He's been having a late-night rendezvous or two in the woods. Nothing too spectacular there, except that it looks like he only started doing it after the town found out there was a gunman at large. Maybe he's not as much of a goody two-shoes as we thought and he gets off on the danger. Or maybe he's just rebounding hard from whatever happened with him and his ex-BF biker. Either way, it doesn't exactly inspire confidence in the abilities of Sheriff Keller if his son is regularly sneaking out right under his nose. On the subject of Sheriff Keller, though, his questionable powers of perception aside, rumor has it that what he lacks in mind, he makes up for in body. I don't do this often, as well you know, but I might have to take back what I said last entry about there being too few dilfs in town. With Hiram Lodge scheming up at the Pembroke, Mr. Andrews well on the road to recovery, he's welcome, by the way, a well-muscled sheriff and the regrettable return of F.P. Jones, Riverdale's getting easier on the eyes by the day. Or should I say, by the dad. Mother is still, unfortunately, very much herself. I've made some progress with her, but it's slow going, and honestly, I don't know if I have the energy to drag her kicking and screaming towards basic decency if she's gonna fight me the whole way. Oh, that reminds me. Do you remember her or daddy ever mentioning the sugar man? I have some faint memories about him being like a knockoff monster under the bed thing, but nothing specific. His vague mythology was apparently not so much of a myth as it was a highly obtuse warning. I don't know, I'll try and truncate this for you because if you weren't already six feet under, the full story would probably bore you to death anyway. So, the sugar man was some loser teacher who dealt drugs, and then a bunch of us did those drugs, and then the mayor found out because Alice Cooper can't keep her sanctimonious little mouth shut. And then the mayor raided the sad excuse for his school all the serpents go to and then the sugar man was shot. Well, in a holding cell. So put another point in the Sheriff Keller's losing it column. Anyway, there's supposedly a big to-do about squabbles between the north and south sides of the town. Other than flawlessly waving the flag for the cheapest NASCAR ripoff you can imagine, I can't say I know much about it, and I also can't say I care. They're like two ant colonies fighting to rule supreme over their dismal little hill, and I'm sure it's very important to them. But from our perspective, the simple fact remains. When all's said and done, they're still just ants. Kisses.
Cheryl.